Welcome back to Strictly Footy Lads. Official round one wrap up, round two teamless Tuesday. Let's kick it off straight away. No messing about. Not here to play marbles, bruh. <laughs> I don't want this long intro, bro. We have work to get through now. It was a great. It was actually a great game of footy. I saw it was the highest uh, rating round ever. Not just round one. I think it was the highest oh, really? rating round ever. Yeah. Um, I saw. Oh, maybe it was round one. I don't know. But a lot of hype, a lot of hype around this first round, a lot of new recruits going and playing um, at different clubs, a lot to get into, uh, and then the team list for next week, there's a, there's a big, a few big outs, there's a few suspensions already, but first of all, Jared, how are we doing, bro? I'm doing well, doing well, just excited to start talking about round one, there's a few cracking games in there, not too many buyouts, so uh, yeah, we'll get there was only, there, well, by my books, there was only one blowout. Yeah, I agree with you. All right, first game, Thursday, 8 o'clock. The Melbourne Storm de- defeat the Parramatta Eels. What was it? 13-12? No. They scored in Golden Point. Oh, yeah, 16-12. 16, was it 16-12? It was 16-12, yeah. 16-12. I just want to start off by saying Jermaine Hopgood is an absolute freak. Absolute freak. That is the first thing I wrote down in my game notes. Absolute workhorse in the middle. 172 meters, 57 tackles. He 57 did, tackles. He, he did miss seven. He didn't. He did miss seven. That's fine. If you make a 57, five tackles. offloads. Would have played over 80 minutes. Played it. Yeah, 82. That's 84. Insane. 84. The and work he was putting in to play 82 minutes. 84. 84 minutes yeah. is absolutely incredible. I knew Hopgood would come out and surprise people a little bit, but I did not think he would. He would put his name on everyone's radar like that. Yeah, well, that para pack, you know, ever ever the question was, there are they going to lose a lot because they have lost IPAP and they have lost near Corey and they have lost uh, Madison suspended, Nathan Brown's out, Sean Lane's out, um, but Bryce Cartwright put in an absolute shift. I agree. Played eighty minutes as well. Played eighty four minutes the whole game yep. is what I mean by that. Uh, obviously went to go on points, so some will play more than eighty minutes. Um, Dury, I think, had 50. I think he was good. Um, he was all right, yeah. Yeah. Um, Murchie well, came off the bench. Not not a lot of other players came off the bench. Yeah. If I'm going to be honest, I don't think Makatoa played. No, he didn't. Didn't no. play at all. I don't understand why you don't have a, a Mitch Rain or something well, there yeah. for Josh Hodgson. Well, he's coming off two ACL injuries. Oh, I think it was a peck and an ACL. Oh, peck and... Yeah, two season he has a history. Injuries. He has a history of injuries, yeah. I mean... Their whole pack, like RCG ran for 200 metres. Junior Barlow had an absolute monster game. A try, uh, 19 hit-ups, 208 metres, six tackle breaks, a line break, two offloads. Wow. Bryce Cartwright, again, was awesome. Matt Dury was solid. Hopgood was outstanding. Even Murchie off the bench I thought was awesome. Greg uh, provided some good impact uh, in his minutes as well. So... I don't, yeah, again, I don't understand why they don't have a utility. Even if they want to bring someone like a Dejan Arce or someone like that off the bench, just yep. provide a bit, of, a bit of spark when they need it. Uh, I, yeah, but I thought Parra was pretty impressive um, considering the amount of players they've lost. Definitely didn't ease their players into round one either. I mean, Paulo, how many minutes did he play? He played... 70 plus? 68. 68, almost 70 minutes. 
Campbell Gillard was 50 something. Yeah, 59. 59, so. 52, sorry. Big shift oh, from yeah, their forwards 50. early, which I know they had to do because they're missing missing a few guys. But um, yeah, I think you add Madison and Lane to that team and they definitely win. Well, yeah, win on the flip one. side, I think the Storm Pack was also awesome. I thought Trent Liero got through a ton of work. He was really good with the ball in hand. He put. He, uh, he only had one offload here, but I thought he was really creative with the ball. Uh, Big Nelson and Welch were just amazing in that front row, just in forces. Um, Ellie Katara I thought was really impressive. Um, he gave away a penalty and an error early on in the game, but he definitely, made up, yeah. Yeah, he definitely made up for it. And Josh King obviously was almost man of the match. Yeah. With I've, his, I've with got his Josh big King effort. Down here in my match notes, too. Um, Harry Grant. Definitely an 80-minute hooker. Um, I reckon he can play the, it. At the start of the game, I was questioning a little bit, but he definitely came into his own once I really needed oh, him. Oh, yeah. The, the f- start of the first half was very dodgy. But, um, yeah, throughout the game, he, he just knows, I guess, how to run the game, yeah. how, how to control it from dummy half, which a lot of these players that look good that uh, run maybe run out of dummy half a little bit more, uh, something along like to that effect. But Grant just controls the game very well, and I think he took it upon himself when Munster went out just to just to control that game like Munster was doing. Yeah, well, he couldn't let it slip, could he? So he had to make sure that the storm hung in there until the end of the first half, and then obviously Munster came back and played with that. Awful injury. Yeah, which he's, he's now out two, two to three weeks. I, I think, think it'll be three weeks. Yeah, most likely. But um, yeah, I think both those sides actually look pretty good. I was pretty happy with Melbourne considering they were still missing a few players too. Sims still to come back. Um, Olam still to come back. Kamakamika. Kamakamika still to come back. So they still got plenty to add back to their pack as well. Yeah, one more player I wanted to talk about is Josh Hodgson. What do you think of his performance? Look. Um, I see a lot of people saying he was outstanding. I don't think he was outstanding. I thought that try assist was nice, like it was a creative piece of work. I thought his passes out of dummy half, especially at the start of the game, were very suspect. Yep. And yeah, I don't know. I thought I thought he was good. I thought I'd give him like a six out of ten. Yeah, I think Hodgson needs to take a little bit of a step back when it comes to because he's used to kind of having the keys to do his own thing like like yeah. he did at Canberra like he could overrule some like decisions and like yeah. Go, yeah. go against what, yeah. what the play was designed to do uh-huh. whereas I, I think Parramatta just need a, a hooker that's willing to play play a role yeah like, I, I think Ray um, Marnie did perfectly got, got, got just silky service straight to Moses or Brown yeah, we'll, t- we'll, we'll touch on Reid Marnie later. Um, moving on to the next game, the uh, 6 o'clock game in New Zealand. 20-12, to 12, the Warriors defeat the Knights. I don't have many takeaways from this game, I think. Um, Jackson Ford, very impressive. I think he was the best out of the new bunch for the Warriors. Yep. Him and Barnett. He, he was the one that ended up playing 80 on the edge, not near yeah. Corey. Yep. And th- near Corey was, plan- it was, it was the plan to play him for 80. Yeah, I thought him, uh, Nickel Klogstad, obviously got all basically all the credit. I thought Ford was very good, but seeing K's goal line defence was almost RTS like yep. at the back for the Warriors. They have missed that uh, when they have Reese Walsh back there. Um, yeah, but for the Knights, Miller, Ponga, Hastings, obviously still need time, but 
I feel like in the second half, they started to come together a bit more. Miller was getting his hands on the ball a bit more. Yep. Um, but that first half was very clunky, very clunky. Uh, I've got a few takeaways, not that uh, any of them will take... Uh, a, lot, uh, a lot of time to talk about. I got uh, Torhu Harris. Yeah, was incredible. Machine. Just he, he just does everything. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I, I right. don't think he there's something he can't yeah. do. He can play, can play prop, can play second row, can play locks, played in the centers, takes hit ups, has a good ball on him. That's what I took away from that game. Um, the New Zealand bench rotation I thought was a little bit iffy because I think only Dylan Walker played more than. 25 minutes off the bench. Yeah. I don't uh, think... So they didn't really utilise any there. But they didn't really utilise Walker either. He yeah, basically came agree. on... Like, he, I saw him slotting the dummy half more than I saw him running the footy. Yep. Completely agree with you there. Well, yeah, he did. He came on a dummy half. Because Egan? Egan... Yeah, Egan had... So he played dummy half for 14 minutes while Wade Egan was on the bench. Yeah, that's not the way to use... Uh, yeah, I'm Dylan Walker at all. And then he would have shifted to the edge because Tohu played 80. So unless they shift Tohu to the edge, I don't know. Yeah. Bit uh, of a weird... We, we talked about this on Team this Tuesday. We don't think that they've sorted out their pack correctly or they're utilising their players yeah. right. I did think Barnett was was quite good though. Same. It was one of the lesser impactful AFB games I've seen in a while. Yeah. I, I still think Barnett is a better second role though. Oh yeah, I'm I'm with you 100. Uh, the last takeaway I had was just the Knights centers and wingers were just dropping balls, overrunning, underrunning. I thought Bradman Best could have eaten those Warriors edges alive, but he didn't really do anything. Um, you know, Marju probably helps him out. I didn't I didn't think Dom Young was all that impressive. I mean, it says here he only had nine fantasy points, which fantasy points doesn't tell you everything, but. He only ran for 80 metres. Uh, again, I thought Miller was okay. Um, but, like, Twyla, Best, Harmel Hunt, Dom Young all disappointed I was, me. I was going to say, I was kind of expecting that a little bit from the night. Harmel Hunt hasn't played consistent footy in quite a while. And uh, when he did play consistent footy a little bit back, he was in the centres. And I think same with Anari Twyla, but with the wing. Yeah. I was kind of expecting that from them. Um, I thought Ponga looked good at six. Thought he looked. Uh, I wouldn't say he looked good. I'd say positive he looked, signs. He looked comfortable. Yeah. He looked comfortable. It didn't. I wouldn't say he was necessarily destroying the Warriors at all. Because oh he, yeah, no. If he was, if he was on top of his game, I think they would have torched the Warriors. Yeah. But I thought he looked comfortable. He didn't look out of place, but he didn't do anything spectacular. Like yep. that, actually, his try assist to Fitzgibbon was a very nice short ball, something that we didn't yep. see much from him in the trials. So that was well played. But yeah, I didn't, I didn't see much kicking. I didn't see much directing the play. And I understand that's more Hastings' job, but you still need your six. Like you still see your Munsters, your Deweys, your Burtons. They're all still directing the play in some form. Even Brown. Um, for the Eels so yeah I mean I just think Ponga needs to be a bit more vocal yep but apart from that I thought his defence was superb I thought that was the one thing that I saw that improved out of sight yep just uh, one last takeaway it wasn't really from this game but it solves what you said with the uh, centres and wingers always overrunning not um, executing as well as they could Uh, Greg Marzio and Dane Gag I expected to be back yeah, for round that, two. Well, that's awesome because Tigers are playing them, so can't wait for that. Um, 
Uh, yeah. Everyone's always back against the Tigers. To be honest, to be honest, um, get, uh, Marju, again, I say the same thing about wingers all the time. I'm not sure if what Marju is going to bring that Hummel Hunt didn't. He scored a try. He, you know, took 14 runs, 120 metres, couple tackle breaks, an offload, a line break. Like, maybe Marju breaks a few more tackles, but yeah, well, I can't the, see well, him. Well, that's the thing with wingers, isn't it? It's just... You're only as good as... As good as your team. Yeah, exactly. You're only as good as the people inside of you because, yep. you know, even the Fox and Toto we saw on the weekend, they didn't directly change the outcome of the game. Yep. I guess the only argument you can make against that is maybe kick returns. Yeah, but again, fullbacks do most of the kick returns. I agree with you. Anyway, these days. So. 100%. Yeah, that was a bit of a bludge match, but... And again, that's around one footy. Yeah. It's also why it's so hard to rank wingers as well because... Some wingers clearly have more rugby league talent. Yeah. Like, for example, and I was going to sound biased, but a Garrick has the ability to play fullback. He's got um, the he, he can direct play. Yeah. Whereas like a Fox is j- just a specialist winger. But or like when you AJ. rank wingers, you always put Fox above Garrick. Yeah, exactly. So no, you're right. But yeah, that was a bit of a bludge match that game. I think both teams still have a lot of work to do. I thought the Knights pack was very disappointing, to be honest. And that, that includes Braley. Yep. Uh, moving on, 8.05, I believe it was, at Panthers Stadium. The Broncos take down the Panthers 13-12. This was a 13-12 game. Um, the Bronx can hang with the big boys. I know Penrith weren't on their game, but they threw them off their game, I think, more than Penrith killed themselves. Yep. I know there was... Uh Great performances all around, especially from Herbie Farmworth, but mm-hmm. Broncos don't go anywhere near winning that game without Adam Reynolds' game management. Wow. His kicking game out of trouble was just superb. Insane. I think I think in terms of game managing halves, him and Cleary are like the pinnacle. Yep. I think DCE is right up there. Benny Hunt's right up there, but I don't see them... Because Ben Hunt and DCE impact my games as well in their attack and I know yep. Cleary and this is why Cleary is so great because he basically has the full skill set mm-hmm. but Adam Reynolds yes he's so great in attack but he does all the little things that you don't see he doesn't run for a ton of meters he doesn't dummy at the line try step past players like he's just strictly there to ensure the Broncos can win games and manage the games and when you know the times get tough he gets them out of trouble and he keeps the big boys rolling that's what the magic of Adam Reynolds is, and that's why he was so in demand when he was off contract. Uh, I think the Broncos are very lucky to have him because he 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 was basically the reason for their win. Yep. So, well, that's the thing with kicking games as well. Like DCE has a pinpoint accurate kick. Matty Burton can kick you out of trouble with his massive bombs, his long kicking game. Reynolds has both. He's got everything. And, and that, that's what makes him such a good game manager as well as just running the plays. Uh, another point I got down here is Herbie might explode under Wayne. I think so. I'm still a bit iffy with um, Herbie going to fullback. Well, well, we saw Hammer and Hammer looked pretty comfortable at fullback. But he's signed to play fullback. I know, but I'm saying... Which, which makes this situation very interesting to me. Could we see a backflip? If suddenly Hammer has a breakout year. Well, I was thinking about that uh, yesterday when I rewatched the Dolphins game. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, like, if the ha- if Hammer comes out this year and tears it up, and we'll get onto the Hammer in a sec, I don't think Wayne... Because you know Wayne, if you're playing well, Wayne's going to reward you and he's going to keep you exactly yep. where you are. He doesn't care who's in line, who's coming in. 
if you're doing the job for one and he'll keep you there and he'll put all his trust in you um and i mean i don't know i think to be honest herbie probably comes in the center at the start if 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 Hammer continues his form. I'm not going to say he does. Yep. If all reports are true, Herbie's only left the Broncos to play fullback. Well, because apparently he was offered a fullback spot and then they signed Reese Walsh. And, and then, then he they was got, never getting the chance. And then they got Cobo as well. So, yep. yeah. Um, I think, yeah, he could have a big year next year. Another bloke that could have a big year this year. I got in caps, Sonny Luke needs more minutes. I've got that too. The Penrith attack without him was and notice Mitch Kenny's the defensive enforcer hooker right yeah it was just clunky they, as soon as Sonny Luke came on and he was making darts out of dummy half he was putting the ball in the right spot making the right early ball whether it was a short ball or a long ball mm-hmm. his service was so much better and it really freed up Cleary and Luai and Edwards to lurk around the play even Liam Martin at times but I don't understand why he only played half an hour I think it'll have something to do with um just maybe the trust Ivan Cleary is putting into him. He's just come up from cup. Maybe you don't want to just but throw him into the deep end and give him less minutes if he does well, give him more if he doesn't. But, you got another utility there. So I'm expecting him to get more minutes this week. But Cleary's thrown in guys, right? Like To'o, Tungo straight into the starting center last year. Leota was thrown straight in after Tamo left. Yep. They've thrown in players. Crichton was even thrown in at like, what, 18, 19 years old. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why you have a guy like Sonny Luke who who's not on the level of Appy, but his, his skill set is much similar to Appy. Yeah. Why do you have him just sitting on the bench? Like, you need him out there. Anyway, it, it, it moves into my next point. The Panthers' attack still looks clunky. It looks clunky with Sonny yep. Luke. I think it looked a bit better, but there's still a lot for them to work on. And I don't understand putting Jamin Salmon in the second row. I think he's there just for utility value. That's it. But, like, if you're talking about carrying Sonny Luke, you're not going to carry two utilities. And I would personally much rather have Hosking take up that bench spot if you want to play someone in that left second row. Yeah, well, that's another thing that I've got written down here as well. Having... This is the thing about 18th, man. They can't play reserve grade. They get no match fitness. And I don't think you can do that to Zach Hosking, especially when there's competition for that left-edge second rower spot. And um, Hosking and Garner are probably the two two favourites to lock that down. But um, if Garner doesn't go well, you're going to have to bring in a Hosking that's not match fit because he's been sitting on your bench not playing at all. Yeah. So I don't understand that from Penrith. Another decision I don't understand in regards to their team is why Toto's still on the right. (laughs) Well, I don't understand it for two reasons. One... He was the best center in the game on the left. He played Origin at left. Winger, yeah. Winger, sorry. Because I was thinking about my other point as well. Number two, Taruva is playing right center next year. Yeah. Why would you not just put him on the right? Agreed. Transition him in to the position, right? Keep him on the right wing. Because once you move in a spot, yes, it's a bit more difficult because you've got another player. You've got to play outside it, right? You've either got inside or touchline. But he still needs to adjust to playing on the right side. And I don't. I again. I think Ivan Cleary has a lot to prove this year, because before Appy, they were tenth. 
Appy comes in, changes the whole side, right? And I'm not taking credit away, but Ivan Cleary's also lost Serrata and Webster's two right-hand men. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of pressure on Cleary to do some... Ivan Cleary and Nathan, but not Ivan Cleary to do some big heavy lifting for this team. And he needs to be better with his selections and be better with his choices in-game. And he needs to be able to adjust in-game. Agreed. I I think especially as well, Wentall was the best center in the game. Oh, n- never mind. I was going to say have Brent Naden sign him, but he had Matt Burton for majority of the season. So um, there's that. And I actually think that they might go with Cole next season in the right centre because that's where he's playing in cup and if Taruva's not moving to the right hand side that's the, that's the only reason I can see that Tyler's still playing on the right but I, I've honestly got no idea and that's my it's my bone to pick with Ivan for this game yeah I've got no idea either bro anyway we spoke about that game uh, about that game long enough the first Saturday game for Pines Park was a light. Manly 31, the Bulldogs 6. Look, can't say I didn't expect Manly to win, but this kind of blowout shows the Dogs still have a, a lot of work to do. A lot of work to do. Uh, in particular, that left edge. Everyone thought they were going to come out and destroy. Here's that left edge. Here we go. Matt Burton, 10 runs, 46 metres, and 4 errors. Viliami Kikau, 10 runs, 99 metres, and two errors. One kick out on the full. Oh, Burton too as well, yeah. out on the full. Paul Alamotti, 11 runs, 96 metres, and an error. And Josh Adokar, nine runs of the footy for 80 metres. Absolutely Stonking. nothing. And well, do you know who they were running down against? To Brad Parker. Do you know who they were running up against? Tui Pilotu. And cooler. Um, Take a moment to think, bro, because they do a lot of cooler are playing on. No, you are right. Yeah, I'm wrong. I, I was thinking. I was thinking against they're, they're up against Parker. Tui Pilotu and Cola, who are probably out of the back five of Manly, the, the two weakest defenders. I think Cooler's a very strong defender, but Tui Pilotu too. Well, for yes. me, Cooler is like the man I mold. Like he's a big hitter. Yeah. But sometimes I think his defensive reads are a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Right. So he's a bit of a man I mold. Tui Pilotu jams in well yeah. too much as well. If you're looking at it realistically on a matchup basis, they should have scored two tries at least down that edge. Yeah. And they just did nothing. Yeah, no, I completely agree with you there. I just think I'm not sure, Matt. I don't. Want to, this is going to sound harsh, but I'm. I think Matt Burton needs to be next to a dominant half, where he can just. He can just play his footy. He doesn't need to worry about the whole game-managing side of things. And I don't think Kyle Flanagan's doing a good enough job of doing that. Well, the other thing I thought about was the last time Kikau and Burton played alongside each other on an edge, Burton was at centre. He wasn't giving Kikau the ball. He was getting the ball off Kikau. Yep. So, again, that's going to take another adjustment too. And that's... The Bulldogs should have been working on this all preseason, and it just looked like what had they even worked on? Because their defence was subpar. Their kicking game was subpar. Their attack was subpar. Yeah, even their defence. Manly looked clunky in the first half. But, uh, to their credit, the second half was brilliant. But the dogs just... 
they had their chances as well. It's not like they were never up Manly's end. They just failed to do anything with it. What were your thoughts on Hayes Perham? I didn't think he was bad, but um, I, I, I couldn't tell you that he was great. I, I think in a bad team, he probably did pretty well. Yeah. Like um, poor team on the day, not a bad team. I don't know, man. Um, I just Manly just look really strong. DC, Hattrick, he was our player of the week. Uh, I don't have much to say about this game, to be honest with you, bro. Um, I've got a few things. I think Manly is going to be very scary when Turbo's at full flight. Well, I, don't, actually, I, I, I don't think he was really... I think run, he's in second gear. His running doesn't look good. Yeah, I, I, I think check, he was in second gear. No, but they've changed his running style. Did you not hear about that? Yeah, I, I've seen it. But I, I don't think he was going full pelt. And they, they brought him off. I think it was very good game management to bring him off early. But... And then obviously Croker went down, and he can had to be- come back. Can you onto believe the you wing. have to take your superstar off early? Can you believe that? Well, yeah, cool. given to- his injury history, yes. I know, but can you believe you have to load manage a superstar? Like, I- anyway. Um, my other thing was uh, Cooper Johns versus Josh Schuster is going to be very interesting. I think Josh Schuster will lock down the sixth spot, but I think Cooper Johns. Is perfect for what DC wants to do. I think DC wants the ball in his hands as often as he can, and Cooper Johns just allows him to do that. While still put, putting in a decent shift on the other side, whereas Schuss is going to demand the ball. The thing for the thing for me is I uh, look at, at that situation right, and I like Schuster. I think he can succeed at six, but far too often he tries to make the flashy play. Yep. Instead of just making the right play. Mm-hmm. And Cooper Johns was just making the right play every single time he touched the ball. Agreed. And people probably say, oh, the st- he had no stats. But eye test shows you that he was working hard in defense and he was offloading the ball to Kelmer and that left edge early. Yep. And that's all Manly needed him to do. And players that play their role, we saw that with Matt Moylan last year. They are so beneficial to the dominant half mm-hmm. that... They they blow the game wide open for people like Tommy and people like DCE through the through the middle or on the edge. Yeah, and I just thought he was tremendous. Actually, I thought he was he was one of those players that did everything that don't show up on the stat sheet. Thought he was yep. really good. Thought he was really good. I think for the benefit of the team, Schuster at lock would be incredible, just because we don't have a recognised lock apart from Jake, who's obviously being uh, put into prop this season and I think it just allows us to have more players into the team that that deserve to be in first grade like Cooper Johns at six uh, it, w- it would allow for another utility in there as well um, and it would allow for our up and coming our, our best up and coming player Latu Finu to come in and just take the sixth spot if he's good enough to do that yeah so I'm but, with you, bro. But, but yeah, I, th- I think Schuster's going to end up playing six for the rest oh, of the yeah. season anyway. He will, he will. Uh, moving on to the next game, the 5.30 game, the Cowboys defeat the Canberra Raiders 19-18. Now, the Cowboys looked as if they were just coasting. 18-6 at, uh, at halftime, I believe it was. The Raiders end up tying it up within four minutes. Uh, 53rd and 57-minute tries from Starling and Whiten. And then Chad Townsend slots the dagger. The Cowboys did not convince me with their goal on defense. Yeah, I, I don't have a lot of takeaways from this one. Um, honestly, don't have a takeaway about the um, Cowboys' goal on defense. But um, I've got here that uh, 
positive signs for the Raiders that uh, yep. they, they went down 18 in the first half and they didn't drop their heads. But I don't think it was necessarily all Canberra. I think the Cowboys just Cowboys, let, the yep. Cowboys let them back into the game. I thought the Cowboys did really well on Tarpany. Um, he wasn't able to do anything, bro. He only ran for 120 metres or whatsoever. We used to see him run for 200 bombs weekly. Yep. I thought Cotter was amazing. Uh, he ran for over 200. I thought Robson was almost one of the best players of the round. Something interesting I want to throw out there as well with Robson is he played 80 minutes despite Granville coming on. Yeah, he slotted into 13 for 20 minutes, I believe. Which third is, 15 minutes. Which is, is good for super coach players that have Robson as well. Yeah. I yeah, I thought Robson was tremendous. I thought the cow I thought the Cowboys as a whole didn't really impress me a lot. That first thirty five minutes they did and then they were just coasting. Like yeah. I, I felt like they the Cowboys of last year, now I don't know whether it's just round one, but the Cowboys of last year would have gone on one that by forty. Yeah. And yeah, I think that was a bit of a dis- disappointing second half. I agree with you. Um some other things I had here. Uh, one super coach loaded. Scotty Drinkwater, I thought was superb, but uh, two tries still only racked up fifty nine super coach points. Uh, so I don't think there's anything to. I think that's that should be a worry for uh, anyone who owns Scott Drinkwater, and I think uh, to stay away from him if if you haven't got him and you're thinking about him like I was. The other two things are savage. Uh, according to the casualty ward, is out until round eight. I originally thought it was just a month or four to six weeks. And Papali is supposed to be back for round two. So Canberra get a bit stronger. Yep. Canberra get a bit. Who have they got next week? The Dolphins, I think. Yep. Oh, and Rapin has accepted a three game. That was uh, a horrendous decision. They got to. They got to be. I. I don't even know if Rapin will be in first grade by the end of the year. The way he's been carrying on. Well, I'm being serious, bro. He almost took Dewey's head off, I think, against the, in the trial. Yeah. So he shouldn't have even been playing round one. Mm-hmm. And then he just goes and... Uh, who was it? Talungi he hit? Let's see if Smith Shields goes back onto the wing and maybe they move Seb Chris back into the centres. I doubt it. I still I still wasn't convinced by Seb Chris at fullback. And, and you know what? It's not Seb Chris's fault. Why is Ricky Stewart playing him at fullback? Yeah, I don't know. He is not a fullback. I'd rather Smith Shields at fullback. I'd rather okay. Patrick at fullback. Uh-huh. Put anyone else there. Let, like. Anyway, Ricky, Ricky, just very. I and I do not agree with Harrowir and I are starting at lock. If you're yeah, gonna well. bring him off the bench, he's a bench player. Start typing at lock if you need to, and then shift him to the front row. Yep. Anyway, yeah. on to the next again. game. Sharks versus South Sydney. Obviously, Nico Hines is out in this one. Was it 27-18, if my memory serves me correctly? Correct. Any takeaways from this one for you? I thought that South's right edge looked just as dangerous as that left. That is my first point as and well. And I think that means that, all sorts for South. That is scary for other teams. And it doesn't just mean that they can go both ways. That They'll actually complement each other and both will get better. Well, because teams will spread out knowing that they're not just going to attack that left edge. Well, look at look at this, right? So, Ilias, one try, one try assist. He was amazing. I, if DCA didn't play this round, he's he's seven. He would be the best seven of the round. Agreed. Him or Adam Reynolds, Kaloa Matangi, a try, 152 meters, awesome. Campbell Graham, two tries, 198 meters, five tackle breaks, three line breaks. 
Isaac Thompson still ran for 180 metres off 12 carries with nine tackle breaks. Yeah. And you know what? Their, their edges are so different, right? They're, you look at their other edge. Yes, they got Arrow out there, but Johnson and Tass are a bit thinner framed. Mm-hmm. And Cody Walker's a bit of a thinner frame, right? So they're a bit more of an agile edge. This edge will just run at three people and just shrug them off like it's nothing. I think this year, Kaloa Matangi could become one of the, the best second rowers in the game. Yep. If if he hasn't been if it, he hasn't really been recognised for the last couple of years as that kind of perennial top five back rower. Yeah, he's just been in and around kind bro, of the top ten. He was amazing. I just think you know what, and the fact that the Sharks only lost by nine without Nico Hines shows that they're a much better side than last year. Because I expected that was my them, second point. As I well. expected them to get absolutely drowned by South. That was my second point as well. Sharks are hanging in there without Hines. And, that's and they didn't look poor by any means. No, I thought Trindle actually played really well. Oh, I mean, I, I don't know about really well. I, I definitely. I thought he played his role. He didn't yep. overplay his hand in yeah. anything. He just did what he had to do. Sifatalakai was a bit disappointing for me. Really, I thought it was all right. Uh, well, I don't know. I just, I just think all the all the tries came down his edge. Yeah. He should. He can. He he's a bigger body. He should be able to stop Campbell Graham. Maybe not Kalon Matangi, but he should be able to make the defensive read to shut down some of those players. And yep. Campbell Graham's two tries were pretty soft. Yeah, the, especially the first one he went through untouched. Yeah, no. Defensively, I can agree with you, but I think he put in a shift attacking wise. How many run meters did he have? Two uh, two oh one. Yeah, I thought Mulatalo was also horrendous. Yeah, uh, I agree with you, and so did Supercoach. I think he had nine points. Yeah. He so only ran for 40 metres. It's a bit of a shock. Oh, yeah, that's... I mean, I guess teams are kicking away from him. They don't really want his kick returns, but still, he's got to go. Get, get, get himself involved more than that, not have yeah. to go. I, sh- I shouldn't have stopped my sentence there. Um, my other um, takeaway, uh, Teague Wilton looks great. Yeah, he looked awesome. And now that Wade Graham's going to... I mean, he's fighting his charge, so I don't know if he'll be out for three or four weeks. Uh, none if he's successful, but uh, it looks like Teague Wilton's going to play Eddie. I thought Oregon Kafusi was really good off the bench as well. I think he played his role well. But I don't understand Wade Graham's role off the bench. It really baffles me a little bit what his role actually is. For a player like for a player like him, of his play I style, I do not think he's suited to a bench role. Yep. Uh, I don't. Uh, I think given Ted can play eighty, Nakora can play eighty. Yeah, I, I don't see the reason to have him on the bench. If one of them goes down, you just put McInnes there or something. Happy to move on. Happy to move on, man. To the Dolphins. <laughs> the Dolphins take down the Roosters twenty-eight to eighteen in a game where the Roosters looked like they'd been handed paper bags instead of handing them out to throw this one. Um, Mate, the Dolphins spine, Hammer, Katoa, O'Sullivan, Marshall King, outstanding. O'Sullivan was incredible. I thought Marshall King was 10 out of 10, so was Hammer. I thought, you know, Katoa did make three errors, but he kicked well. I thought close to the line, his kicking game was actually really good. I think he started to get a bit more comfortable as the game went on. We really started to see the impact he could have. Yeah, of course. Imagine how nervous you'd be as an 18-year-old, 19-year-old, coming into first grade, coming up against premiership favourites. No one's given you a chance. 
He played well. I was I was happy with the way he played. I'm sure Wayne would have been as well. But mm-hmm. Asako was another one that was oh, incredible. Awesome. Really Felice Kafusi was incredible. He there he could uh, almost put the whole Dolphins pack in there. Kafusi was Kafusi set the tone for the Dolphins, and that's what they needed. They needed someone to come out and say, "We're not going to get rolled over. We are not going to get destroyed. I know no one is backing us at all, and we have no chance to win the game, as everyone's saying." But I'm not going to let that happen. And, you know, with Manu being out, that left edge is the Roosters' more dangerous edge. Sorry? Well, with Manu being out, yep. the Roosters' left edge, Kiri, Suali'i, oh, yeah, that's Tupo, more... way more dangerous, right? Yep. And Kafusi was manning it down. He was basically holding it together by himself. And I thought he was out- he was outstanding, especially playing outside Katoa. Mm-hmm. I thought he was exactly the player that Katoa needed out there. Yeah, Kafusi was playing literally everything he had. And if you just looked at the stats, you won't see any of that. But if you go back and watch the game, Kafusi was immense. Probably their most important player in that win. Yep, 100%. Uh, As for the Roosters, I know they have a bit of a round one voodoo curse kind of thing. But to be honest, I'm not saying it's panic stations, but where do you go from here? I know Joey Manu's probably going to be back this round. We haven't looked at the team list yet. But he, He's 50 sh- 50, same with Jarrah Warrior Hargreaves. But. And Lodge is gone. I just don't know where you go from here. Because that defense, like, it was a defensive issue. I almost think you put Suwali back on the wing. I agree, bro. But he's not going to settle for that, so they won't do that. Then who do you play at center? Do you play Drew Hutchinson? To be honest. Junior Powger? Junior I'm not Ponga. putting Jackson Polo in the center. Junior, I think Junior, Junior Ponga. I would 100% be playing Ponga in the centers. But, yeah, I I don't know where you go from here, to be honest. I, I don't think yeah. Cheese fits the system very well. Well, he's, he's got to adjust, so... He has to adjust, adjust. you're right. I thought Sammy Walker was all right in a, beat, in a pretty bad... The 10-point the scoreline is favorable for the Roosters because they were getting dominated. Yep. Especially that second half. I, I think absolutely dominated. By more. But I thought the Butcher Boys are pretty underwhelming in the second row. Um, Egan only ran for 53 metres. I think Lindsay Collins was pretty good. I think he was the standout for the Roosters. Teddy was very quiet. Tupo and made, I cap- a, made I a captain Teddy and Supercoach. Yeah. Tupo made a lot of errors. I thought their bench didn't do much. Turpin was actually okay when he came on. He made 44 tackles with no misses. That's a shift and a half. But yeah, I don't really have much to say about this game. I thought the Roosters were appalling. They only completed at 68%. Good to say Dolphins get their first win. I loved it. I loved every second of it. And we were talking in the car on the way to Leichhardt saying Dolphins going to get sunk by 60 or whatever we were saying. So for the Dolphins to come out and prove everyone wrong, I'm really happy for them. Wayne Bennett. Take it, take it down, mate. On to the final game of the round. We've got the Tigers versus the Titans. Now, mate, I'll let you kick us off as a Tigers fan on what your thoughts were on this game. To be honest, I think people will probably expect me to come out and blast the Tigers. Everyone at Leichhardt was booing. We lost by 12 in a game where we completed at 71%. 100% did not complete at 71%, I can tell you right now. We made... Uh, sorry, I should say the Tigers made... A lot of errors. 14 errors they made. Um, the Titans did give away nine penalties, but 
and they oh, wow this is not an impressive win for the Titans and it is not an impressive loss for the Tigers it is it is actually not a good game for either side I'm gonna I'm gonna say to, it's not hit the panic stations yet for the Tigers but I, I do think it's a, it's a good win for the Titans I don't because they missed 47 tackles and gave away 9 penalties while making 9 errors you play any other team who is not making 14 errors Oh, and yeah. hasn't got a basically brand new spine, I think they would have been walloped. Oh, yeah, I agree. But I think the, the, the only plus I see for the Titans, and it's a big one, is the Tigers had all the field position most of the game. And These their attack- goal line defense oh, was incredible. These attacking stats, the Tigers had more runs than the Titans, more run meters than the Titans, more post-contact meters than the Titans, more line breaks, more tackle breaks, more kick return meters, and the same play the ball speed. Agree. This is what this is what I'm saying. The Titans' goal line defense was insane, was and insane. when they got the chance to score, they took it. I that, thought, that was the positive for the Titans. The, the positive for the Tigers, if you want to take one out, is the fact that if they didn't make so many errors, they would. They were third and pass. They were rolling up the park. Third and pass because you were on the goal line so often, and it's like I don't know what happened. the ball just wouldn't spread. Yeah, and I think um, a lot of people struggled. I think everyone's still gelling. People are really piling on Brooksy. I thought he looked much better in terms of being more dominant, getting his hands on the ball more. Yeah, I know he made a lot of errors, but it's his first game of the year. Just let him shake it off. Same as Appy, let him shake it off. I thought the forwards were really impressive. Fanua Pole needs to play more than 30 minutes. Obviously lost Sean Bloor early to HIA. I thought Twall was amazing again. Naden, I've been so impressed with. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Through All-Star to round one. I maybe he tried to overdo it a little bit. <coughs> like, for example, yeah. some of the passes yeah. that he, he kind of interrupted. That were meant for stains yeah, yeah. and maybe didn't pass it when he should have. But oh, I thought overall it was pretty good. I thought he was pretty good. Adam Dewey, I think, is going to have a huge year. Huge year. He he had direct involvement in both the tries that the Tigers scored. Adam Goal Dewey kicking. is an incredible player. Yeah, I think once his spine gels, I thought Laurie was one of his better games. People were really giving it to him, but I thought, you know, apart from a few silly errors at the start of the second half, he was amazing. I thought Clem was awesome in his debut. Papali'i, I think, was good. Seven out of, I'd say seven out of ten. I thought he was good. Um, Obviously, fans probably expect a little bit more. I'm not really sure I agree with the move to not start Appy, but that's up to Sheens again. Again, not overly disappointed with the loss. I think people are saying it was a must-win. The Trippin, I think the Roosters lost, Sharks lost, um, the Panthers lost, and the Eels lost. Yep. So teams that are expected to win these kind of first, second-round games still lost. There's it's 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 a 27-round season. Yeah. I think they have the opportunity to cause. There's always an upset every single round. There will be an upset every single round. I can guarantee you. Yeah. Whether it's an odds upset or a tipping upset or whatever it is, there's an upset, right? Um, and I just think it's one of those games. I thought the Titans look really good. The Titans look like the team that have been together longer, yeah. which they have. So yeah. I think 
it's a building block for the Tigers, and I expect them to come out absolutely roaring next week. Yeah, I think that's the thing with Tigers and teams like Bulldogs. They're going to take a while, Joe. It's not going to hit straight from round one. And the thing for me is I think the Tigers showed a lot more positive signs than the Bulldogs. Agree. Yes, they lost to the Titans as compared to Manly, who are pretty star-studded among the lineup. Um, But I thought the Tigers, if they didn't make 14 errors, had they have made the same amount of errors as the Titans, had they made nine errors, I think they would have won. Yep. I think there was just a few times where they made a, a pass that wasn't necessary or didn't make a pass that was necessary or came in at the wrong time or went outside when they should have gone inside. It was just a lot of... It, it, it was clearly a team that hadn't played together before. Yeah, 100%. And I think really. that's the only takeaway I really have. I think it's still positive signs. The Tigers will not finish bottom four. No. I don't think. No way. I don't think. No chance. Anyway... Cracking a team list. Cracking a team list. 8 o'clock Thursday night, kicking off the round. We have the Penrith Panthers versus South Sydney Rabbitohs. Uh, we'll get into the team list here. We can see out Scott Sorensen. Um, I'm not sure what happened there. I, I think he was uh, dealing with a little bit of an injury. But uh, we got Dylan Edwards at fullback, Taruva on the wing, Tago in the centres with Crichton, Toto, Luai Cleary, Leota, Fisher Harris, Mitch Kenny starts, Luke Garner, Liam Martin, Isaiah Yo, um, Sony Luke, Matt Eisenhoof, Spencer Lenyon, and Jamin Salmon. Now, I, I tell you what, I actually like this bench more, and when Sorensen comes back, I hope they put him over Salmon. I would have gone Hosking somewhere in nah, there. No, because then they don't have, like... Sorensen. Sorensen could still come on and play in the middle, I think, and I don't think Hosking offers that. Okay. So I agree with Eisenhuth selection. I think the main thing I'm watching for Penrith this week is the Sonny Luke, Mitch Kenny minutes, and I expect Sonny Luke to play a ton more. Yep. Okay. Um, for South, Latrell Mitchell, AJ, Tass, Campbell, Graham, Isaac Thompson, same back five. Cody Walker, Ilias of the halves. Saluka so Fafida is selected to replace Tatola with Tom Burgess again keeping his spot. Damian Cook trying to back up that performance last week. Uh, he was exceptional. Kaloa Matangi uh, again trying to back up that performance. Cheekham starts in the place of the injured arrow. Cam Murray is named at lock. The bench is Blake Taff, Jed Cartwright, David Moale, and Shaq Mitchell. So Latrell is named after there was doubt that he wouldn't play with that PCL problem. But apart from that, I think Cheekham did the job that he needed to against the Sharks. And I think we're really in for a cracking game at Perris Stadium on Thursday night. Yeah, uh, obviously Tatola is going to be a bit of a loss. Same with Jai Arrow. Uh, was Jai right named? Actually, no, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. He was named last so week. So, Cheekam takes that spot. I don't mind it. I think he's probably the, the one I would have selected. I don't know where Host is. Is Host injured? Um, let me check now. Jacob Host, yep, round two, th- two or three. Okay. So, I think Host would have taken a spot had he been available. Yep. Uh, another thing to look at, Tino Milne is back... And Isaac Thompson has kept that wing spot, which I think is the right decision. 100%. And all I can see is Talis Duncan is 18th man. Yeah, I know. That's... That's big. That's big. He's, he's, only, he's still only really young coming through as well, so... I, I could see him getting a shot over Jed Cartwright last minute if yep. he decided to switch it up. Yeah, well, I hope he does because I'll, I'll definitely be watching him. He's one of the players that... One of my up-and-coming players, so... I think uh, South will kind of live with... 
Cheekham. I'm just not sure how he goes defending Luke Garner, considering... Uh, uh, not Luke Garner. Liam Martin and that edge. Yeah. Martin, Crichton, and hopefully Taruva. Hopefully not Toto again. I, I think they're going to keep it the same. Yeah. Um, I'm probably leaning towards South, to be honest. Yeah. Is that a bit of an overreaction? Keep it short and sweet. No, no, I'm going south to win this one as well. I'm I'm going one to... I think think Penrith will be a little bit... I I think Penrith will come out and play exactly like they did last week. They'll be a little bit clunky, but they'll stick in the game. They'll have a chip on their shoulder, though. It'll be one to 12. They'll have a chip on their shoulder, most definitely. South one to 12 is my bet. Yeah, I think south don't win by more than a try. Okay. So we're both on South? Yep, I'm going South Sydney. Moving on to the Parramatta Eels, another home game. This time they match up against the Cronulla Sharks, who I believe are Nico Hindless, and they are. So for the uh, for the Parramatta Eels, Clint Gutherson starts at fullback. Mike Acevo, Will Penasini, and Wonga Blake keep their spots. Sean Russell is back from suspension. I agree with on that. The wing. Dylan Brown and Mitch Moses are the halves. Uh, RCG, Junior Bolo start up front with Josh Hodgson as the nine. Bryce Cartwright and Dury again keep their spots with the main man, Jermaine Hopgood, keeping his spot at lock. And the bench is the same as last week. Mamasia, Murchie, Greg, and Makatoa. So unchanged apart from Russell coming back from suspension. Yep. And I don't I don't hate it. I do not hate no, it. No, I, I do like that move. Um, see here, Nathan Brown had a bit of a hamstring niggle. So he was allowed, uh, he, he was supposed to be back this round. So yep. they've obviously just he's just out of favour still with yeah. Parramatta, which I think is ludicrous given the bench given oh. the bench they've named. That's right. Yeah, I'm right, bro. <laughs> 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 given the bench they've named, but um Go through the Sharks lineup, mate. I think you're gonna be very excited. Mate, Will Kennedy, Sione Katoa, Jesse Raymond, Safer Talakai, Ronaldo Mulatalo on the wing. Uh, Matt Moylan and Brian Trindle are the halves with Rudolf Hamonueli as the props. I think Royce Hunt's out, or is he on the bench? No, he's on the bench. Wow, okay, so that's changed around. Nakora and Wilton, we just said they'll probably both play Bra- 80 in the Braley, second rower. Brayley and Nine, bro. Did you say Brayley? Yeah. Okay, cool. Continue. Dale Finucan at lock. McInnes as the utility with Royce Hunt, Oregon Kafusi. And my man, my man Connor Tracy. <laughs> I think, I think I'm shedding a tear. I think I think we could see Tracy come on if they need a bit of spark in the halves. I think he'll end up being the utility and McInnes will just play yeah. in the pack. Yeah, agreed. Um, I think this will be a better test without Hines because I think the Eels again are uh, a, maybe a tier less than South, half a tier less than South. Yeah. Right now, South are my premiership winners. Yeah, I agree. Um. But yeah, I've, I think this would be a good test for both these teams to kind of see where they're at. Sean Russell, I'm excited to see back. Um, I thought Lumi Lumi actually did a half-decent job last week. But I guess we'll have to see the dynamic that Russell brings to this team as opposed to Lumi Lumi. I think he's a bit better with the ball in his hand. Uh, I think Russell will be better. I think he'll be better. I'm just saying, like, I'm interested to see what his role is. I think it'd be interesting to see, again, Dury and Murchie. I thought Murchie outperformed Dury last last week. I think he did play a bit more through the middle, though, so yep. take of that as you will. I think the Sharks' bench is definitely interesting. Royce Hunt is back from injury. Wilton and Nakora, I assume, will play 80 now that they don't have a second row on the bench. And, yeah, I don't really have much else to say. I think the Sharks and Eels pretty much explain themselves. I don't, there's no changes, so 
this is this is a very close one to me. So I think I'll go para one to oh yeah para one to twelve. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you, especially at home. I think they could even get it done 13 plus if they want to. No, I think Sharks will hang in there like they did against South, but okay. just without Hines, they okay. just won't have that. I don't know that extra. Well, the Eels will not want to lose back-to-back home games. Exactly. So let's put it that way. So yep, Eels, Eels once twelve. So the the eight o'clock game is the Broncos versus the Cowboys, and the Broncos actually start as the favourites. Yeah, not surprising last week. Penrith. Uh, Reese Walsh is back. Yep. At fullback, uh, not going to six like some people saying. Cobbo and Oates are on the wing. Some people's me. Some people were suggesting it. Yeah. I was suggesting it. I yeah. thought Cobbo was awesome. Stags and Farmworth uh, with Mam and Reynolds in the halves. Uh, Corey Jensen, Payne Hart. So they're, they're just unchanged apart from Reese Walsh. Yep. Which is a big change. I'm really excited to see Reese Walsh play with his full Broncos team. He didn't play any trials with Adam Reynolds or anything. So I'm really excited to see what Reynolds can do for him because we saw what he did for the Trell. We saw what Reynolds has done for Inglis. And they're both great players, but Reynolds still played a huge role in the way they attacked. Yep. And uh, Reese Walsh looked pretty good in the trial. He looked very good. He looks bigger. He yep. looks like he's carrying a bit more strength now, which is uh, amazing to see for the Broncos. For the Cows, they're unchanged. They're unchanged. Oh, my phone's frozen. Uh, something about the Cows that I've just seen, Helam Lukey is expected to be back round four. That's a big, big in. I think he'll add a lot more than Hess did the other day. Yeah, I, and I, I thought Hess. I thought Hess was okay, but I agree. But I, I think Helam Luke was originally supposed to be back round ten ish. Okay, so he's way ahead of schedule. Yep. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll be interested to see how they run this uh, Robson Granville situation again. I wonder if it's depending on the feel of the game or. Yeah, I think it'll be a game by game thing. Obviously, Townwall won't play Hedy, so I think it'll end up being Robson going to third end. Yep. They don't really have a third end on the bench either. It's Neem, Tanoa Brown, and Tamo who are all front rowers. Yep. So, so unless maybe they push Cotter back to third end if they need to. I think it'll just be. Robson and Granville will be on. They'll basically be positionless. One will be, or just one will be in the middle. For whoever's oh, yeah. closer to the play will will be in the dummy off. Bro, what are, you, what are you looking at? Look at Cotter's picture, bro. He looks like he's carrying a few extra kgs. <laughs> Far out. He looks like my old English teacher. Which one, mate? I'm not going to name him, bro. <laughs> Let's just say he he enjoyed GTA with us. <laughs> Um, you know what? Suncorp. I think I'm going to go Broncos 1-12. I'm going Cowboys 1-12. I'm going Broncos 1-12. I think it's going to take a bit more time for Reese Walsh to develop with the two halves. No, I think Reese Walsh will have an outstanding game. I'm going to go Cow- So we finally disagree on one, eh? I don't think we've disagreed on anything this Don't underestimate the Cowboys, mate. They're in a prelim final last year. I'm not. Broncos are just coming off a, a win against Penrith. Yeah, which Penrith were pretty underwhelming. I'm not taking anything away from the win. I'm just uh, saying. Cowboys. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. I'm, I'm, just, I'm explaining. Cowboys will bounce back. A disagreement, mate. Cowboys will bounce back. Broncos Val Holmes, well. two tries and a try assist. Talangi, hat trick. Okay. I rake in my uh, 200 points from my stack. Cheers. Um, yeah, I'm going to go Cowboys 1-12 to in the Queensland Derby. They always seem to win it by a field goal. Yep, okay. So, are we tipping this one to go a goal point? I am because it seems to no, always. I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna go Broncos. 
Broncos by four or six. Okay. Okay. What's your margin for Panthers South? Because we got in our tipping call. Oh, I think I went six. Let me check what I've got. I think I've gone six as well, actually. I'll start off the next game. I've got to, I've got to make sure my tips are aligning with what I'm seeing. Okay, so far they are. Bruce's versus the Warriors. Uh, obviously, big out Matthew Lodge. Uh, Siwa Wong comes into the squad, which is Sandon Smith as well. Sandon Smith was very good in reserve grade last week. Yeah, we watched him live. And he he looked like a Sam Walker clone almost. Same yeah, size, same play style. Siwa Wong didn't do didn't do too much in that game. I, I have to got admit, dominated by Katonga, mate. Uh, Joe Manu back into the squad. So Teddy at fullback, Tupo and Jackson Paul on the wing. Uh, Manu comes back onto that right edge, and I think that'll help him out quite a bit. Because uh, that right edge was looking a little bit dodgy, uh, naming-wise. Hey? Or, or like, on paper. What's going this? into the round. The Roosters' right edge last round. Oh, right, yeah. Sam Walker, Drew Archers, and Jackson Paulo. Um, Suwali stays in the centres. I thought he was underwhelming as well. Uh, Kieran Walker at the Haas. Lindsay Collins and Fletcher Baker start at prop. Oh. I, I think they're missing quite a bit. Look at the bench. Wait until you get to the bench. Brandon Smith, Hooker, Egan Butcher and Nat Butcher as the second rollers. Victor Radley, 13. Turpin, Hutchinson, White and May. That bench is thin. It is. Uh, you, how is Siwa Wong not on the bench? Like, I understand Drew Hutchison is like this club servant, but he's not a forward. Yeah, no. He'll yeah. probably play second row. I don't, Egan Butcher I don't think Fletcher Baker's a, f- a, f- a forward either. A front row forward, sorry. Anyway, on to the Warriors. The Warriors are unchanged. Ed, um, Ed Cossey, obviously, DWZ was out. DWZ is out for five weeks. Right. Okay, so yeah, this probably won't change too much. Violet is the 18th man. Why would you change it? Well, no, no way. After, after I a win. Want, as you pointed out before, I just want to see a bit of different... I want to see Tom Arley get at least 30 minutes. Yep. Um, and kind of just see how good he is, because I think he's really good. I want to see a bit more out of Sean Johnson this week. I thought out of a pretty good Warriors team last week, he was very underwhelming. Yep. I, th- um, I, I think Metcalf will be right on his tail. I mean, so. he's a club legend, bro. So, you, do you put bias aside to win games? I think at some point you have to. Yeah. I think Webster's probably not afraid to do that. But, yeah. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go Roosters 13+. plus. I'm going to go Roosters 1-12. to 12. But I was saying, I'm not so confident about that. There will be no 13-plus games for me this week. Usually... I'll let you guys know. I put $10 on my safe games, on games I think that are safe in a multi. And um, this week I was looking at it, I was like, oh, I'm not convinced with any of them. I think the Roosters will get the job done. I think they will too, but I'm not going to go out here and say it's a certainty. No, I, oh, yeah. No, it's definitely not a certainty, but this is a halves game. This is a spine game. And if... The Bruce's spine doesn't take control of it. The way the Warriors looked last week, I think Wade Egan was very good. So was CNK, and I think they could they could steal it if, yeah. if their spine doesn't show up again. Agree. I agree. Sh- but I think Joey Martin is the game changer. Oh, I think he's a massive, massive end. And it'll be interesting to see how the two centers contrast because we didn't really see it during the trials. Yep. On to the 5.30 game. Uh, Dolphins versus Canberra. Can Dolphins make it two from two? The Dolphins 2.50... I'm not a betting man, but the Dolphins 250. 
They're on. Oh no, they are changed. Uh, Ray Stone is out. Oh no, <laughs> no, no! So in other words, Raiders thirteen plus. I don't think we need to talk about anything else. Uh, no Ray Stone, no party. Mason Teague is on the bench. Did he play last week? Yeah, yeah, I think he debuted. Or was it? No, no I think he didn't. I'm thinking of Donner. No, he didn't. Donner, he played. Yep. So Mason Teague's actually really highly rated at the Dolphins. So I'm actually really excited to see him. I think he could definitely be an option to give Gilbert a breather. Yeah. Because I think it looked like Gilbert needed... Gilbert's doing a lot more work now that he's in in that 13 jersey. Yep. Oh, the, the Dolphins, I still don't like the look of the team, but they won last week, so I can't, I can't they beat, fault They it. beat the Roosters, bro. You can't, can't really sit it. here and say they're going to lose. Seb Chris is at fullback again. Al Hopawati fills in for Rop, and I'll just switch him around and put Harley on the put Harley on the wing. Chris at center and Albert at fullback. He's he's a fullback. Let me actually. Let me run through this Raiders team real quick. And Josh Josh Papali's Albert not back. There? Albert, okay, Albert. Josh Papali's not back. That's another I thing. Thought to Solo, look at. I don't. I didn't think Solo was too bad last week. Uh, Zach Wolford is on the reserves. Apparently, okay. he wasn't last week. Oh. Okay. Looking at this, he wasn't. The MILF, the MILF's on the reserves as well. Not yeah, your, no. Not your mum, bro. Anthony Milford. He'll spend it in, in Red Redcliffe. <laughs> They're not based in Redcliffe, bro. Shut up. That's huh? Awesome. They're not based in Redcliffe. They're the. Isn't that the. No, but isn't that the junior? The the Queensland Cup team? They're from the, bro. No, but isn't that Queensland yeah, Cup is. team Redcliffe? Yeah, it is. It is, bro. Just yeah. allow me to have some fun. Oh, bro. Jesus Christ. So when do we have fun on this podcast? Bro, Trey Mooney looks so angry in his photo, bro. He's doing that rock face. Dude's probably like, no way they've got this guy Emre Gula playing over me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was actually pretty good last week as well. Yeah, Gula, he was incredible. He had like 70 super coach points as well. Alright, maybe get him in, boys. <laughs> no. Uh, Raiders 1 to 12. Yeah, Raiders 1 to 12. Actually, you well. know what? Okay. Mark it down here. The Dolphins' first win streak. Oh, mate, no. They're actually playing at Redcliffe. Hey? They're playing in Redcliffe. No. Oh, mate. Dolphins', Dolphins home one, game. Dolphins, one to, Dolphins 1 to 12. Let's oge. Why? Okay, I've just seen the Tigers' Knights odds. There's no, no way. I'm, I'm still going Raiders one to twelve. No, I'm uh, going Dolphins one okay. to twelve. Let's I disagree age. there. Next game, seven thirty-five game, Melbourne versus the Doggies. Obviously, one team sitting in seventeenth, the other just beat the Parramatta Eels. But uh, we'll get into it. Obviously, Cameron Munster, uh, Xavier Coates has been named. So, um, Nick Meany at fullback, Will Warbrick on the wing, Xavier Coates also on the wing, Rima Smith, Young Tonamapia in the centres. We've got Tyrone Wishart filling in at 6-4, Cam Munster. Um, probably the best decision. Uh, Jerome Hughes is going to have to take on a lot of that game management with Harry Grant. Uh, Nelson Asifa, Solomona, and Christian Walsh take the prop positions. Trent Liera and Eli Katoa uh, and Josh King are the second row forwards and locks. So not much has changed outside of Munster. Um, surprise Code's got names because uh, he's supposed to be out for two weeks. We'll see who's on the reserves and who might take over him. Bronson Garlic as the uh, utility. Uh, I think that's the right decision whether whether or not Tyron Wishart is in the starting team or not. Alec McDonald thought he was very good last week. Aaron Penner comes in and Jordan Grant. Um, 
Looking at the reserves, Grant Anderson's the 18th man. Um, so he's really the only one that could come in for Xavier Coates. So uh, interesting decisions there. Um, yeah. So very interesting that Coates has been named given that uh, Grant Anderson's the only only other winger in the reserves that can come in for him. So well, Coates must be playing. And no, no Tarek Sims as well, who was supposed to be back. I like to see my boy Bronny Garlic getting that uh, 14 spot as well. Yeah, no, I I, I was just, yeah. Well, I think that's the right decision regardless of whether oh, they got, no, 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 no. Hey, they got Kane Bradley on the bench too who can come in and play on the wing. Not saying he's the greatest option, but he's an option. Yeah. All right. <gasps> Send us through the Bulldogs. Okay. Hayes Perham starts at one with Jacob Carraz, who still doesn't have a pitcher for some reason, uh, on the wing. We've got Jake Avrilo and Alamotti in the centers again with Josh Adakar on the other side. Matt Burton and Kyle Flanagan again the halves with Max King and Ryan Sutton up top. Reid Marnie starts at nine. Uh, Viliami Kikiao and Raymond Fatal Marin are still the second rowers with New Brown at 13. So unchanged 13. Jaden Tanner, Corey Waddell, Frank LaPelle and Jacob Preston. The Bulldogs are unchanged. Oh, it doesn't have a picture on my phone. Doesn't I don't know about Jaden Tanner, man. Well, interesting well, got to guys see. like Josh Reynolds who tore it up and Carl Oluwapu is I was just there. About to say, Oluwapu is he's on the uh, on the reserves. I don't think he ends up coming in if I'm going to be completely honest. No, he doesn't. But I just uh, what is this band? See, uh, I think you're playing two six. I think Oluwapu is probably a better six, but I mean, Bro, it really I, depends. I think Burton could play seven. Yeah, it, it really depends. I think, depends. I think Burton's. I think long term, I think it's better for them yeah. to have a just game managing half lane Burton do their own do his own thing. I think that would be how Burton progresses better. But if you want to win games now, you probably need Burton and Oluwapu. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. I can't really say if you want to win games now, you need to do that because we've never seen Oluwapu play first grade, so we don't know yeah. if he's going to impact winning. I I think the Bulldogs can get torn apart. I changed my mind on my, my multi thing. I think Melbourne 13 plus. But I, I don't want to say it's a guarantee because the Bulldogs team still doesn't look that bad regardless of how poor they played last year. And Melbourne are decimated by injuries. But I still think, and my, my, my gut's telling me Melbourne's still going to win at 13 plus. Especially back in Amy Park. I think yeah. they're going to tear up. You happy with that? Yeah, I think Jaron Hughes and Harry Grant are gonna have to take take. Yeah, no Munster. Mun- oh, maybe one to twelve, but no Munster. Nah, oh, I'm still gonna go third. Yeah, same, same. Um, the four o'clock Sunday game, a double week Leichhardt Oval clash. They had Leichhardt Oval last week and Leichhardt Oval this week. I'll run you through the Tigers, lads. Dane Laurie starts a fullback with David Nofaluma and Charlie Staines retaining their wing spots. Brent Naden and Talao are named. I don't think... I, I think there's a chance either of them don't play because Naden looked pretty shaky out there too. Um, as in injury-wise, not playing-wise. I thought he was one of our one of Tiger's best. Um, uh, Dewey and Brooks are the halves. Stefano and Clem. Clem obviously coming up against his uh, former team at the front row with Appy Coruscant named to start. IPAP and Sean Bloor in the second row. Sean Bloor overcame his head knock. And Joe Offer and Gary named to start a lock. 
so no Fanua Polo. Please don't tell me he's on the reserves. He okay. He must be injured. He must have got hurt. He's not on the casualty ward. Check the mag plot. Jake Simpkin, Asu Kappa are number sixteen, and Alex Tor are on the bench. Number sixteen. You're not naming him. Alex Safarth. Check. Hang on, I'm gonna check the mag plot. See if Magpie's name is there. Paul is there. Dream Buller, Junior Tupu, Timoth. No. Okay, he's not. So he must have. He must be carrying an injury. Yeah, he's got to be carrying an injury. But look, Safar's a good player. I just don't. I would much rather Tuki Simpkins or Matamor on the bench. But that's yeah, just me. That's fair enough. Safar's probably the only one that could play prop. Where's Johnny, bro? Just keep, bring me Johnny Bateman. I, I'm hoping Twal doesn't start at lock again. I'd... No, I think this week they realised that they needed Appy out there in that early possession yep. that they had. Yeah. I think they would have scored two tries. Agree. Pretty easily if Appy was out there. I think Appy will start. I think Joe will definitely start. Onto the Knights, Lockie Miller again at fullback. Heimel Hunt, so no Marju. Marju is on in the reserves. reserves, so he could come in okay. Dom as a light Young. decision. Dom Young is the other winger. Gagai is back with best in the centres. Ponga overcomes his head knock with Hastings at seven. Saifidi boys again start up front with Jaden Braley at nine. Frizzell and Fitzgibbon in the starting second row with Kurt Mead at lock. And the bench is Phoenix Crossland, Jack Johns, Jack Heatherington and Leo Thompson. So no Adam Elliott. Yep. So Adam Elliott is out. I will check the casualty ward now. So I assume Marju will probably play. I th- I would think. Adam Elliott is not. It just probably hasn't been updated. Yeah. Because Polly, there's no way Polly doesn't play because he was good last week when he came on as well. Yeah, I thought so too. I'm I'm just gonna have a quick quick search to try and find out. It's nothing on Adam Elliott. And Fanua Pole. Surely the Tigers will explain what. Oh, okay, it says Fanua Pole knee. Okay. Yeah, so I was so he's got a, no he's, way he wasn't. He's got a little injury. I think Stafford Tower is the eighteenth man. I think we could see him come in to take Talao's spot as well if Talao doesn't overcome his injury. Another thing as well, Tumuth has been added to the. Extended bench. I thought yeah. he was very good was last week in reserve grade. Very impressive. I actually would have loved to see uh, Sione Finu or Tarsi James take that interchange take that forward. Bench. Yeah. yeah, I would have really liked to see them actually get some minutes, especially Tarsi James. I think I'm going to go Tigers 1-12. to Yep, Tigers 1-12 to for me as uh, well. But I hope, I hope 13 plus. Of course, uh, you're a Tigers fan. I know, but like I hope for the Tigers' sake, they were not biased aside. The Tigers need to win this one. They need to win this Leichhardt game. I think this is Adam Dewey versus Caelan Ponga. Yeah, well, Dewey's gonna smoke him. Whoever, whoever shows up more on the, on the day, it's gonna. <laughs> I just saw the Dragons are favourites. Um. Okay. Read through the team. The Dragons start oh, with Tyrell. Oh, I know. We've, no. both, we've both just seen the same thing. <laughs> Tyrell Sloan starts at fullback with Matt Fine and Michaeli Ravalara as the wingers. <laughs> Moses Suli and Zach Lomax start in the centres. Sullivan and Hunt start in the halves. Francis Moller and Blake Laurie start up front with Moses and by the hooker. <laughs> we knew he was going to get a starting spot. 
Ben Murdoch, Masilla, and Jaden Sua are the second row with Jack Bird at lock. And Jacob Little is the bench hooker with Zane Musgrove, Toby Couchman, and Michael Muller. Look, I'm not going to come out here and say Jacob Little is a game changer or he's one of the best nines in the game. Or he... But Embi's not a nine. He never has been a nine. Little is a nine. I think we saw at the Tigers they tried to do this Empire Little thing and they did, got did not absolutely work. and I was saying I was at work today and we were at the start of it we are talking about Supercoach right and they were talking about starting Camparero this week who we'll, we'll get into the Tigers <laughs> oh, don't thing. talk about that that gives me anxiety <laughs> we were we were talking about that and I said I know the Dragons don't look good on paper but their edge defense is one of their strengths. Yep. Their middle defense is the danger. And seeing it what the ti- the Titans did, especially on their with their big boys on the edge, with yep. the feeder, uh, I don't want to say Stimson because he didn't really affect the game much. Um, but like on their edge, like Stimson ran for 39 meters, bro, come on. I think, I think Sully and Ravalawa could be a dangerous defensive edge for the Dragons. I, I, I yeah. think that could, that, that could struggle. Yeah. Well, before we get into it, we'll get into the Titans team. So they're unchanged. Kieran Foran is named. I assume he may not I play that. I saw from NRL physio that Kieran Foran should be out three or four weeks. Okay, so he he's probably just named. And looking at this, Toby Sexton is the only half in there. I would say Jaden Campbell probably starts. I, I, you'd have to start Jaden Campbell. Yeah. Aaron Clark becomes I think, that utility. Or Chris I, Randall becomes a utility. Or Keanu. Yeah. I would love to see Keanu Keeney. I'm not going to lie. I would love to see Campbell goes to six. Just this game, I know he's not a six. Kano goes, uh, and then Keanu Keeney comes in. Tell us how a mode is named in Jumper 21. Yeah, I could see him coming in as well, but I hope he doesn't. I want Sullivan to stay there. I mean, a moment to nine. He won't lose his spot. He won't lose his spot. He's almost played 50 games. Junior? Yes. How old is he? 21. Sam, the, the only other player that I know that's got that ridiculous amount of games for the age is Sam Walker, I think is 20 years old. Just take a look at this. Sam Walker's 20 years old and he's played 47 NRL games. That is crazy. That is crazy. Okay, great. So if he, if he keeps going at that rate, that's what? Wait. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. That was so loud. The mic just, like, shoved into my mouth. <laughs> so this is his... So he's basically played two full seasons. But did, and did he debut in 2020? No, 2021. 2021. So how has he played 47 games? 21 in 2021, 25 in 2022, and one this season. Did he really play 25, 21 in 21? Yep. Wow. I didn't I didn't think he played that much. I think it's because Lachlan Lamb went down. Yeah. I remember. I, I watched yeah. a game again. It was the Bears and Seagulls. Yeah. Oh no. Sorry. Yeah. Bears and Bears it was and, workers. Oh yeah, it was workers, and Walker tore up. So I knew he was going to come into Scott. So that's what. Disregard this game. That's forty six games, twenty three per season. 
it's almost 115 every five. He's easily going to make 300 in his career. He might even make 400. At the rate he's imagine, going. Imagine Sam Walker plays 400 games. Wait, so in what year did he play his uh, 40th game? Would have been last year. Last year. So if he plays 40 games every two years. Play 46 games every two years. Plays 46 games every two years. Calculate this. Say he plays for 10 years. Plays 230. And he'll... And he'll be 30. So say he plays for another four years. What's that? 92? That's 322. So at, at 34 years old, he could be at 322. Yep. And he'll, he'll, he'll play more than 23. Did you put times four there? What? The, the, the first one to get you to 230. We, I said five years. Uh, if he played for 10 years. So... Oh, if he so, played... For, yeah. But if he started when he's 18, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah sure, So that'll sure, be 28. Sure. So it would have been 12 years. Yeah. So you've done till he's 32, he would have played 322 games. Yeah. I reckon you can go further than that. Who knows? Anyway, that, uh, that's a, l- a little bit of a tangent, but... um, It's crazy that that's that... What's your what's your tip for this game? Uh, I'm actually leaning towards the Dragons. I've tipped the Titans, and I'll probably stick with the Titans after last week. But I think the Dragons are going to surprise a few people. I think they'll be competitive. I think with four and out, it might put a, a bit of a damper on things. But I'm going to stick with the Titans 1-12. to 12. Yeah, I'm going to go Titans 1-12. to 12. And I think Dragons, it's basically round one for them as well. Yeah, so, so they should be without any niggles. They should be full fitness. But but they're not going to be as tuned, I guess is the word, as the Titans. Well, they're also the Dragons. Yep. So that's another disadvantage. <laughs> so, anyway... <laughs> 65% of people have tipped Dolphins over Canberra. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, well, that's an easy pod, bro. That's an easy pod tip for this week. <laughs> Canberra. All right. So my tips are locked in. Your tips that are locked in. That is crazy. Let's look. Uh, play to watch in each game. Go. Penrith Panthers. Wait, are we doing a play from each team? Or yeah, just play from each team. Penrith Panthers... Sonny Luke. Yep, Sonny Luke as well. See how many minutes he, he racks up. Yep. Uh, I think that's what I'll be watching, especially for my super coach as well. Yep. South, I'm going to go Saluka Fafita. I'm pretty pretty keen on him, so I want to see him have a good game in that starting front row. I'm going to go Mawali. I think there's heaps of heaps more minutes um, around with Tatola not playing this week. Uh, I think... He did very well with the minutes he got last week, so I'm going to go Mowali for South. Parramatta versus the Sharks. Parramatta. Uh, Hopgood to see Sharks' packs a little bit bigger, I think. Yep. With a little bit more force. Uh, maybe they're not, but I think they're a bit more well-rounded, so I'd like to see how he fares against their pack, who was pretty pretty good last year and last week. I'm going to go Sean Russell. Obviously, be probably, I think, his second game in the NRL. Um... Averaged an insane 
I mean, he played one game. He had 87 supercoach. He didn't average it. <laughs> he had 87 supercoach points. Um, looks great in the trials. Honestly, what he can do on that Parramatta right edge. Obviously, they favour the left a little bit more, but I think with Penasini and Russell on that edge, they might go there a little bit. Um, For the Sharks, I don't even know. The Sharks, I've seen every single player that they've played, bro. I'll just go to Trindle. I'm going to go with yeah, the cool. man. Yeah, next. The myth. Um, the legend. Broncos, Cowboys. Connor Tracy. I no one is tuning in <laughs> to watch Connor Tracy, bro. No. I'm hate. tuning in to watch Connor Tracy. Okay. He's locking down that utility he spot. Oh, he doesn't know you. He's locking down that utility spot. All right, Broncos, Reese Walsh. Just, just say oh. move on, bro. Just yeah, okay. Race okay. Walsh. And Cowboys, I know every single player, so I'll go. Yeah, there's literally nothing I'll you go. can be like, you know what, I'm watching them this week. Let's go Scotty Drinkwater, battle <laughs> of the fullbacks. <laughs> off. I'm going Scotty Drinkwater as well. I want to see if he can uh, up his super coach tally. Cause, That's oh, a sad I'm, reason to watch a player, bro. All right, Rooster. What, what, what other reason is there to watch any of these Cowboys players? They're, 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 it's the same team as they've named every other week, apart from Colnair, so that's second row. Roosters, I'm going to go Suwali'i. I think he's going to make a big impression this week at center. I am going to say... I might go Jake Turpin. <laughs> he was good last week. Alright. For the Warriors? Didn't you? <clears throat> okay. We'll, we'll just move on. For the Warriors? Mmm, CNK. I'll go Tom Arley. I want to see if he get can a few back it See if CNK can back uh, up what he did last week. Dolphins. Dolphins. I'm going to say Marshall King. See if he can dominate that middle again. Um, I'm going to go Isaiah Katoa. Yeah, I like that too. Camera. Honestly, you might just not watch them. Um, give me Seb Chris. Hopefully, he can play better at fullback this week. I'm gonna go Albert Hopewadi. Oh, Albert Hopewadi, bro, because you're an Albert Hopewadi absolute meat rider. I like him, bro. I can tell. You're telling me you you're wouldn't almost play. Like, you're almost yeah, on a register, you're bro. You would, <laughs> you're telling me you wouldn't play the New South Wales under 19 fullback over Seb Chris at fullback. I think I think the people want to hear what you're saying, bro. Albert Hobawati yep. should be playing fullback this week instead of Seb Chris. I can't disagree with you, but then again, it's a, it, he hasn't. Tricky sure. Yeah, so exactly. Uh, Melbourne Storm. Let's go Tyrone Wishart because they keep playing this kid and they keep investing time and positions in him, so it's got to pay off. We're going bronze and garlic. Oh, Coming off the bench. Um, I love Garlo. He's, he, he looked good last week when he got his opportunity, um, and I think he should be the utility going forward anyway. It'll be interesting to see how they use him, whether Harry Grant plays 80. I don't think Harry Grant plays 80 this game. I think just because they'll be up on the Bulldogs, they won't need him to. Bronson will get his chance. That is crazy disrespectful. I'm going to go Birdo this week because he has got to be better. I, it's really simple as that. He's got to be better. For that same reason, I'm going for the Army kick out. Honestly, how he matches up, he's going to be going against 
I believe, Eli Katoa. So, uh, yeah, I want to see what more he can do with his time. And him and Birdo have to be better on that left edge. Excuse me. Um, Tigers, I'm going to go Appy because Appy needs to manage that side a bit better than he did last week. Tigers, I'm going... Brooks. I'm I'm going Adam Dewey. Bang. Because... I said it before, I think Adam Dewey versus Kalen Ponga is the key matchup in this one. So you're going Kalen Ponga for the Knights? I am. I go Lockie Miller. I think Hastings will... Actually, you know what? I'm going to be watching Clem. I think Clem's going to try to take someone's head off. Probably the trainers. Hopefully. <laughs> I'm going Clem and Jacko. The, the trade. That's fair enough. Dragons... No. Up against the Titans. You're not watching anybody? No, nah, for the Dragons, I'll be watching Moses and Bo. I'll be watching Toby Couchman. <laughs> well, you'll be watching for about five minutes. <laughs> no, I just don't see anyone else here that I'm not um, already up to date on. Um, they've rushed him into the top 30 to get him to play this week in place of the Bellin, where they could have easily gone to Woods, a Josh Kerr. So they've obviously got can some. You, can you repeat that? They could have just played a top 30 player. If they had no faith in Toby Couchman at all, they would have just put... Who's Woods my in. boy Toby Couchman, though? Like, I need to know. He's zero centimetres, zero kilograms, and born on the 1st of January, 2001. Oh, no, not even 2001. <laughs> just the first ever day. <laughs> Must be a beast. That means he's the second coming of Jesus? Or what? No, I think it just means he's bad. Uh, <laughs> no, I think that means he's the second coming of Jesus. Born on the first day, AD after death, Toby Couchman is going to score a hat trick. I don't even know who Toby Couchman Cal- Hang on. Titans. There, do you reckon there's a photo of him anywhere? I need to see what he looks like, bro. Search him up on Google. Yeah, I am. The Titans, I will be watching David Fafita. I want to see how he tears up Sora and Masilla. And just run runs it straight at Moses. Who would you say? Fafita. Fafita. I'll go... Or whoever's filling in at six. I'll go... Campbell. Because if he starts, I'm going to watch him at six. I really hope that Brimson doesn't go to six and Campbell goes to fullback. Yeah. I'm praying that doesn't happen. Here's, here's Big Toby. It's probably the best short term, but let me say... Here he is. Beast. Oh, he's a New South Wales player. Yep, from last year too. New South Wales under under twenties. Told you. Was. Maybe he's actually good. It's a man, the myth, the legend. Where's Nick Louis Tosso? He graduated in twenty. Oh, he did his. Yep. Right. What? Where's Nick Louis Tosso at? He's a base, bro. He should be here. Um. All right. I think this round will be a little less entertaining than the first round. Really, I think it'll be pretty entertaining. I think every game's somewhat close, apart from. Uh, poor doggies. Yeah. I'm with you, bro. Huh? I'm with you. But you just said it would be less entertaining. Doesn't... Just because they're all close doesn't mean they're entertaining, bro. Hey. You could say Knights Warriors you like close stinkers? What trades are you making in uh, Supercoach this week, bro? Uh, I am getting rid of Stimson. How oh. have you even got him in? Mate, if he was on Kira Foran's edge, I'm telling you, he would have had 100 points. I'm joking. I think um, 
I'm looking into Sony Luke over Tanner Boyd. Uh, Russell will be coming in for Tago. So I'm saving cash somewhere, and I want to get Callum Ponger into this team. Over Isaiah Katoa. Just keep copying me, bro. All good. What do you have, Sean Russell? Huh? What do you have, Sean Russell? No, I don't want him. So I'm looking to save some money. Uh, Tago, obviously, not as confident with him, with Toto, not on his edge. Uh, so out for Russell. I think Russell will do pretty well on that parameter edge. Warbrick is starting for Camperera instead of Camperera this week. Warbrick's starting for me as well. Um, yeah, I'm looking to get KP, and so that's that's two trades for me. I'll probably keep Tanner Boyd this week, see how he does with four and out. Maybe he'll have his hands on the ball more. Uh, but I'll be I'll be looking in looking into that. Um, but yeah, the main trades: Tago out for Sean Russell. Oh, that's not going to be enough. Uh, hmm. Might not be enough to get me KP, you know. What? Just uh, Tago out for Russell. Yeah, actually, yeah, it will. So, t- Russell in for Tago, KP in for Katoa. Then my bench is Ponga, Walker, Tanner Boyd, and Taruva because Tommy Turbo obviously has the buy. Yep, I've just put uh, Hopgood as vice-captain this week. I've got Teddy as vice captain. I've got Harry Grant as my captain. Mm, I'm gonna keep Teddy as my. Oh, my captain Dewey. I actually might. The captain's an interesting one for me because I don't know if Grant is gonna play Eddie. How does he? How does he normally score? So Dewey last three games against Newcastle: fifty-three, one fourteen, and ninety. Captain him, mate. What's Teddy's last couple of games against the Warriors? 57, 74, 53. Ooh. Dewey. <laughs> What's Cheese? No. Do not Captain Cheese. Stop it. 63, 80, 38. Yeah, no. All right. What about Nelson? <laughs> Nelson, 39, 40, 70. No, right. That sounded so weird. What about IPAP? 123 is his last game against Newcastle. <laughs> what about Val? 86-106. Okay, we're going to do his captain, lads. That's Oge. Oh, we made a decision? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> nice, mate. Obviously, uh, once uh, round three is over, Schuster will be in my reserves, uh, can, which means I'll take Taruva off my, my four reserves. Uh, so I'll have Turbo, Schuster, Ponga, and probably Sonny Luke. Or if I, I'm looking into getting DCA instead of Sam Walker. That is crazy. DCA averages at like 85 with yeah, Turbo but what's his, the what's his price? With Turbo on the same, 690. So 70k more than Walker. How do you got that money though? I'm saving, bro. If I get Sonny Luke... Instead of uh, Tanner Boy that saves. Yeah. Sean Russell instead of Tago. Yeah. It's just the Ponga. Uh, it, it's going to depend on if I can uh, fit it under Ponga as I, well. Yeah. If I have to, I'll get rid of Tarua because he won't be on my reserves anyway. Fair play, bro. I think I'm uh, all done. I'm a bit tired. 
a little bit tired. Been working all day. Come home. That's it, bro. Teamless Tuesday round wrap up. It's a, it's a, it's a big one, mate. So uh, I'm just thinking about if we lose to Newcastle this week, I like it, bro. <laughs> What's gonna happen? Something illegal. What? Brown paper bags? Or do you well, mean you're going to do something illegal? Well, if I tell you, then I'll get it. I'll be locked up. All right. Just That's, just tell me off there, mate. Just know I'm going to go tell it how I'm own. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. He's playing this week. He's not guilty. He's on the reserves. That doesn't mean he's playing. He's playing cup. Is he? Yeah. Is he being named? No, he hasn't. Bro. But he'll 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 get put in there when okay. the extended reserves and all that are done. Yeah. But um, anyway, that's gonna be the end of this one. Teamless Tuesday. So much waffle, bro. It's been an interesting one. <laughs> doesn't mean that much waffle. Oh, fair play. We we just did a round wrap up. We talked about all the all the selections. It's get, it's getting a bit waffly now, so I'm going I'm gonna end yeah. the episode. Yeah, right. Uh, obviously a few interesting selections, few injuries, few suspensions, few players coming back. Um a few named in the reserves. You got Greg Marzu in there that everyone on Supercoach is waiting for to come back. So um Yeah. It's gonna be the end of the episode. <laughs> what? What are you laughing at, bro? Alright. So I've, I've lost my train of thought now. Oh, yeah. Let us know in the comments any feedback, what you want us to do, if you want to change, if you, if you want us to change the structure of uh, how we do it, whether you want us to talk te- one team first and the other team first instead of just talking about the whole game. Um, if you want us to tell you the team list differently, however you want to do it. If you want to see more Super Coach content, less Super Coach content, just let us know in the comments. Uh, everything's in the link tree, Spotify, Twitter, TikTok, all of that good stuff. And yeah, you, you, you alright, mate? You going to say bye to everyone? <coughs> a little bit sick, bro. Yeah, I know. I feel horrible. Um, yeah, stay blessed, lads. We'll see you on um, Saturday. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's right. Yeah, let's try it. Oh my goodness, bro. This guy paused it. All right, later, lads.